Welcome back to Sales Insights with Sarah. This is the podcast for sales professionals and business leaders looking to implement new strategies and drive sales growth in their organizations. I'm your host, Sarah Downs, and my guests and I will be sharing with you some of our own experiences in business and sales insights to help you gain focus and take action. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Sales Insights with Sarah podcast. So today we're going to speak about cold calling and I'm going to provide you with five top tips to increase your cold calling successes and these are tips that have come from my own experience doing cold calling for a number of different types of businesses and different sectors selling different products and services. Um, So the first thing I would like to note is that cold calling is not right for every type of business, every product and service. And if it isn't right for you, that's absolutely fine. But if it is, it's something you should absolutely be doing because it will give you an advantage over your competition because most salespeople absolutely hate it and therefore avoid it like a plague. So for... Probably 99% of salespeople I meet that hate cold calling and avoid it, there's always that 1% of people that absolutely love it. And if they could do that all day as a full-time job, then they would. Um, And I have taken a lot of time to speak to that, you know, 1%. I'm not exactly sure on the percentages, but it feels like it's only 1%. To identify what they're doing differently that makes it so enjoyable for them and they all do it differently so it's not like there is a stringent process that they're all following Um, but really it's about you know getting through a lot of the objections at a very early stage so that they don't then waste time with companies and you know, client um, contacts that are just not the right fit for their business. So they like it when they're working towards meeting quota because they feel like it's a great way to qualify out the people that their service or product just is not right for and do that within, you know, three minutes rather than it taking days of emails and, you know, messages and, you know, sending marketing materials etc which is a bit of a long haul so I'm going to share with you the five top tips and hopefully that helps you guys get more comfortable with doing it if it's something that is expected of you and if it's something you're not already doing and you think it could help you in your business then I would absolutely get started you know get time in the diary to be doing this every single week so tip number one is do your research understand the buyer, get clear on what industry, what type of business and people, you know, the actual buyer personas that you're wanting to go after and be clear on how you can add value to them. So a lot of um, us have probably had other people cold calling us and you feel like, you know, have you even looked at my website? Have you even read my LinkedIn profile? And the answer is no. Most companies that are doing cold calling sit with a list and they just work through it without really understanding why that person is on the list in the first place. So do your research. The second tip is get clear 
on your intention. Get clear on the purpose of the call and communicate this with the person on the other end very quickly. Don't waste time talking about the weather and what it's like working from home. You know, absolutely introduce yourself, you know, at least your name, not your full bio. Um, but then get super clear on why you're phoning them. So have a very clear message on how you can help them. The third tip is get clear on your value proposition and be ready to come up with a big statement to gain their attention. So your value proposition, um, for anyone that is not clear on this term, and I will be doing a further episode to explain value proposition in more detail um, with a, as an interview, actually. But your value proposition is really the, you know, who do you help? How do you help them? But not going into granular detail about products, you know, and technology, etc., and also, you know, why should that matter to them? You know, the so what, you know, what pain and challenge does it help that person overcome? So your value proposition is really important, but your value proposition is unlikely to have the big statement in there that I'm about to talk about as well. So the big statement is more of a promise and that's where you want to be using data, facts, figures. Maybe you can save them a percentage. Maybe you can make them a percentage more efficient. Maybe you can make them a percentage safer. Whatever they care about, you need to have that big statement to gain their attention on this call. So that's us done one, two and Three, so number four is position the price. So this is something that a lot of salespeople, even out with cold calling, are very uncomfortable with. Talking about pricing, talking about budgets, asking direct questions to get that information from the customer or talking about their price themselves. If you have a transactional style business and you're very clear that product costs X, then this is absolutely where you should be saying that. And the reason for that is because it will start the buyer's mind going straight away. They're going to be thinking, you know, oh, that's cheap or that's expensive. You know, I don't think I can afford that. I'm not sure it has that much value in it you're naturally going to start them coming up with the objectives, which are a positive thing because we want to overcome the objectives early in the sales cycle. So this is the perfect opportunity to do that. So objectives are not negative. Object, sorry, objections, not objectives. Objections are a positive thing that we want to be pulling out. And we do that by asking powerful questions and stating things like price, lead times, etc. Many people are maybe listening to this thinking, well, I'm not in a transactional business, you know, I'm in a services business, and therefore there isn't one price to quote, so maybe I can't do that. Well, you absolutely can, you just have to do it slightly differently. So if you have, for example, a HR service, and you are... Um, you know, it's really a bespoke price depending on what that client need is, which you haven't quite identified yet, 
then what you want to be doing is saying, you know, I've helped companies from this to this. So the low to the high price. So they know they have at least an indicative figure, knowing that they're likely to fall somewhere between the two. And again, that's going to help them start to come up with those objections, probably questions. So, you know, what did you do for the company that was at the lower end? What value did you provide to the company at the higher end? And it's a is going to start that conversation, which is great. So that's number four. And number five is ask powerful questions. So we say this all the time when supporting companies to build out their sales processes, their sales strategy. And, you know, we, we're not a training business, but we do some sort of sales mentoring and accountability. And asking powerful questions is, I think, the thing that one thing that most businesses do not spend enough time on crafting. So ask powerful questions that require, you know, an answer that is not a yes or a no. So you want to be asking open questions to gather data um, about their problem, about their pain, so that you can absolutely be clear with them what solution you have or potentially realize that you you are not the right fit for this company. And therefore, after this call, you know that, and it's not going to take you days, weeks, or months to qualify them out of the process or out of the funnel. So by asking powerful questions to gather the data, it helps us qualify on a much deeper level, which is great. And through doing that, we want to get extremely clear on what their challenge is. And remember, sometimes the customer doesn't always know. They may know the symptoms of their challenge, but they may not necessarily know what they need yet. So this is your opportunity to help them through that journey through asking powerful questions. And if you do all of this right, so go through those five top tips again, um, do your research, get clear on your purpose or your intention, get clear on the value proposition and create that big statement that they need to hear at this stage, position your price or talk about, you know, undercovering budgets where possible and ask powerful questions. If you can get all this right, then you may even be able to close somebody on this first call, a call that you may be set an intention just to make an opening and gather that data and qualify them. Sometimes we can close and it usually depends on what your product or service offering is. So I'm going to leave it at that. Hopefully you've all learned something for anyone that's already cold calling and hating it. Hopefully this process will make it a more enjoyable journey for you and hopefully it helps anyone that's just about to get started in their cold calling journey. So I'll leave it there for today. Take care everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Sales Insights with Sarah podcast. Remember to subscribe if you haven't already so that you're notified of every new episode. If you could take a few minutes to leave a review it would be greatly appreciated. See you next time.